From Yahoo Fantasy Sports, Miss Liz Loza, Mr. Mel Stiegel, Mr. Davis Sanchez, current scout for the Indianapolis Colts, Joy Elliott. And that's why I rock with him. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's why I rock with JV, man. JV! to the show ladies and gentlemen today we are joined by a very special guest dr deepak shona who's going to run down some players who are coming off injury from last season doctor how are you doing today i'm doing well thanks for having me how are you I'm doing great, man. I really appreciate you coming on. There hasn't really been anything on the podcast like this just yet, so I'm excited to give the fans new viewing points. And today, as I mentioned, we're going to go over some players who had injury troubles in the past and missed quite a handful of games last season. And we're going to talk about their implications moving into next season and where we're going to be taking them. So, Doctor, we're going to head right into this, and we're going to start off with our first player in Christian McCaffrey, running back for the Carolina Panthers. Last year, he played seven out of 17 games, so didn't even play 50% of the season there. Missed the last five games of 2021 due to an ankle injury, and he also missed a large chunk of 2020's season as well. He cost a lot of fantasy owners. Why don't you give us the insight on his injury and your thoughts of him playing this year? Yeah, absolutely. You're you're right. I mean, he his injuries past two years really derailed a lot of fantasy owner seasons. Uh, when McCaffrey's been out there, he's basically been awesome. But uh, you know, there's not a lot of lingering durability concern attached to the injuries he's had. Last year was uh, mostly related to a hamstring strain early on, then an ankle popped up later. Uh, these aren't the types of injuries that are expected to recur or uh, cause any real long-term deficit to his performance. The previous year, he was looking at ankle and shoulder sprains plus a glute strain. Again, not the types of injuries that really add up to any considerable durability risk, not like ACLs and meniscus tears, things that you, you'll hear a lot of other athletes go through. Uh, so for McCaffrey, the running back is a, a risky position. The more he is on the receiving side uh, rather than the ball carrier side, the better off his injury durability risk is. Um, and so for McCaffrey, I'd expect to see him be lined up as a pass in a pass catching role more often this year to try to keep him healthy. And if that's the case, then I feel pretty good about taking him. You do have to keep in mind that even the most durable category of running backs misses about two games a year. So you got to be deep at this position if you're a fantasy owner. But I would take McCaffrey with about as much confidence as anybody in the first round. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, running back, very tolling position. You don't see a lot of running backs who surpass the age of like 32, 34. Usually by then they've run out of steam because they're getting hit almost every play, right? A lot of positions are more different. Even quarterback, you're, you got a protection, right? But when you're running back, you're going to get tackled unless you're breaking out for that touchdown run. So it's going to be difficult to stay healthy. And McCaffrey, you know, he hasn't had, he didn't have a terrible injury career, I don't think at all, leading up until 2020 and that's when injuries started 
impacting his game. But regardless, I think his talent is going to take him where he needs to be. And I say we could still stick with him as a first, second round pick because the guy, he's talented. And when he's on the field, he's going to put up the points you need. So I agree with totally. you there. I think McCaffrey, barring any major injuries, is going to have him major major comeback season next year moving over to a receiver who it feels like we haven't seen him in years decades at this point it's michael thomas for the saints uh missed a large chunk of 2020 season including the last three games on injured reserve and he had left ankle injury requiring surgery which held him out for the entire 2021 season give us your thoughts and insight on the michael thomas injury yeah, this one is a pretty strange scenario. Last year, of course, missed the whole year. This injury actually dates back all the way to the, the very first couple weeks of the previous year. And uh, he has an, a ligament is issue with the ankle. He had surgery, had a setback with his rehab, and sort of had it readdressed this past season and off season. So Michael Thomas at this point is basically two years removed from the original injury and uh, a full, almost a full year re removed from when they decided to shut him down. So I would say Michael Thomas is probably a pretty safe start to the season uh, to be fully healthy. It's, it's really hard to know exactly what the setback was. They didn't release a lot of information on that, but the ankle injury itself, the ligament that he tore, those were reported on and, and they're not overly concerning. So Michael Thomas, the QB situation is a little bit up in the air, if you will. But uh, Jameis Winston has put up numbers with Mike Evans in the past. And Michael Thomas is a similar big body type receiver. So I, I think it's pretty reasonable to expect a big year from him. I don't want him to be my first or second round pick, but if I can get him in the third, I'll take that all day. Absolutely. Michael Thomas was the 2019 AP Offensive Player of the Year. So we know that he's a proven receiver and he can get it done. Sure, he doesn't have Drew Brees. However, as you mentioned, Jameis Winston is a guy that I've really liked ever since he came to the Saints. I think he's improved his game. And Michael Thomas might take a little bit of time to get into the groove of things because granted he's missed almost two full seasons now but once he gets back into his rhythm within the first three four weeks he should be looking like a top 10 receiver in the league I mean he's still a young guy he still has many seasons to go so if he could stay healthy I say that he has a fantastic season I think he's a safe draft pick barring again any major injuries um, now moving to the Jaguars who have had running back injuries, running back problems for the past two years. They draft Travis Etienne in the first round last year. He missed his entire rookie season due to a lens frack in his left foot. And then Robinson, who carried the Jags through the season as that working back, tore his Achilles late in December, which held him out for the last few games. Um, is Robinson going to be fully healthy anytime at the end of the season? And what are your thoughts on Travis Etienne coming off that season-ending injury? Yeah, the whole Jags backfield is really interesting. It's a one that I would expect to have value this year, especially with the way Trevor Lawrence is going to be upgraded. He, they, they've stocked on receiver, and uh, now they addition by subtraction, losing Urban Meyer. The issue, I think, first with ETN is the Liz Frank injury has been hard for players, especially running backs, to come back and perform right away on. He uh, does have a couple things in our algorithm 
that work in his favor. And those are young age and his pre-injury athletic metrics. He averaged about 80th percentile for a lot of the explosive categories at the combine and a lot of the quickness related categories. So his our overall prediction on him is is that he should be able to re- reach back to similar level of play there that he was before the injury. In terms of timeline, he tore his Liz Frank in August and NFL players take about 11 months to come back from this. So July, August is really around that time. Uh, ETN, by the time September, October rolls around, I would expect him nearly a full strength player. And you know they have a big role planned for him based on the fact that they, they took him in the high up in the draft. Right. And then looking at his counterpart, James Robinson, that actually gives me more confidence in ETN because James Robinson tore his Achilles uh, and in December. And we did see Cam Akers come back in about six, seven months. But we also saw Cam Akers put up less than 60 yards rushing in every game that he came back. So you're not the same player at six or eight months post Achilles tear. And he could come back, but he would probably be rushing it. And uh, the more common timeline for Achilles tears in running backs is like a year. And they do so generally with still a decrease in performance. So with James Robinson, I have a lot less confidence that you're going to see the full strength player that you saw prior to the injury, uh, at least at the beginning or middle of this year. By the later third, I think he could get back to his full uh, pre-injury performance levels. But in that meantime, Travis Etienne is probably the big beneficiary there. No doubt. I think that, as you mentioned, Travis Etienne, for starters, taking him in the first round with James Robinson, you have a plan for that. You're not taking him for no reason there. And he's going to basically have his personal rookie season this year. I think, again, hopefully that he's healthy and that he has a big season. And then Robinson, you look at Akers, and obviously I think the playoffs also played a part into that return, right? I don't think that he would have returned to a regular season after that Achilles tear. But when you're in the playoffs, when your team's going to the Super Bowl and your team's winning the Super Bowl, you want to be a part of that, right? So that totally. I'm, I'm assuming drove a little bit of risk into his return. But again, he did perform you know, up to standards. He, didn't, he wasn't playing his best, but he didn't also have a terrible game. So I guess we could see Robinson return, but I think ETN is going to be your big guy moving into next year. And I think that he has a huge season because, again, I don't think the Jags are going to threaten for a playoff spot this year, at least in my opinion. Um, So I don't think there's going to be a need to push Robinson to return so that way they have him working. I think they let him rest, recover, and have him for the future. Um, Totally agree. Now, moving over to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Chris Godwin last year tearing his ACL slash MCL late in the 2021 season. He missed the playoffs, missed the final three games. Is he on track to return for the season? And what are you expecting out of him in 2022? Yeah, so it's a good, really good question with Chris Godwin. Uh, analysts are all over the map on him. I've seen wide receiver wide receiver seven overall. I've seen wide receiver thirty, and I I think truthfully I think both of those are a little on the high side. The reason is that Godwin had his surgery in January. NFL players average ten to eleven months, especially wide receivers, take on the longer side of this because they have the aggressive cutting that is needed off of their knee. Now that's optimistically you're saying uh, about October for return. He could push it. There are players that return eight to nine months post ACL. 
Uh, Adrian Peterson famously fell within that category. But usually when you come back as a wide receiver, the performance does dip. And overall, that performance dip lasts almost a year. But because Godwin is on that sort of more elite side of athlete, uh, being an 80th plus percentile uh, performer at the combine, similar to how OBJ was, I would expect Godwin to follow that a, a similar trajectory post ACL where the beginning games of the year aren't so hot for him. But by the end of the season, and specifically with him, I would think the second half of the season, you're looking at him as a star again. And part of that has to do with being in Tom Brady's offense. But uh, for me, you're looking at a guy who's probably not going to be ready September. If he is, it's going to be at a compromised level, not 100 percent. And uh, really, I'm not thinking he's going to be full strength until November. So you can sort of make your your value assessments as a fantasy drafter based on that. But for me, I'm I'm not taking him over the guys ranked nearby. DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Waddell, Jerry Judy, for example. Uh, I would take him over Christian Kirk, Brandon Ayuk, around wide receiver 35. But that's, uh, for the most part, I would say the, my thought process on him. And I know it differs a lot from a lot of the... Uh, non-injury-based fantasy analysts out there. So curious to hear your thoughts too. Yeah, so for me, um, Godwin is a guy who has had a few fantastic seasons. And with Tom Brady manning the fort, once again this season coming out of retirement, I have no doubt that he has a great season when he's healthy. But they lose Bruce Arians to front office, so they're going to bring Todd Bowles in. So you got a head coaching change right there. So we'll see how the offense works this year. But they also have Mike Evans already. And assuming they bring Gronk back, they, Brady has weapons. So it's not like they have to bring Godwin back right away for him to be their wide receiver one and godwin you know as you mentioned if he's not going to be fully up to par until even let's say late october early november that's a guy that i don't want to take a risk on early at least and guys like as you mentioned jerry judy deandre hopkins if they're going to start from day one and be healthy that's just going to provide you more value i'm sure chris godwin as a bench staff is going to be fine and if you're going into the playoffs i'd be happy to have him but you got to make the playoffs and if godwin's not right. going to be 100% healthy and if he's not going to be utilized to 100% of his capabilities then I'm not sure if I want him even in my flex position at that point but I think that regardless if Godwin's on the field he's going to get a little bit of work and he's not going to be a terrible flex play but as far as one of my starting receiver slots I'm not sure if Godwin is going to be my comfortable guy um, at least early on next year so I definitely agree yeah. with you there. And uh, just our last guy that I wanted to touch on, a little bit less fantasy relevant unless you play in a league that has separate defensive players, is Chase Young. So Chase Young missed the last eight games of 2021 with a torn ACL in Week 9 against the Bucks, who we just talked about. And I think it's worth noting that Chase Young had a very healthy rookie season back in 2020, Defensive Rookie of the Year. He had a fantastic season. So I'd, I'm interested to hear what you think about him moving forward because, again, he is very young and he has a lot of potential moving forward. And assuming that he can return to full form, I, I think that he has a pretty good season. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you. And a lot of it has to do with the timing of his injury. He, he tore his ACL in November. So if you 
give him the average for defensive lineman is 10 months to return. That puts him around uh, around uh, August, September for his return, right around the start of the season. Now, they the defensive linemen are third, uh, somewhere around the third to fourth in terms of the most impacted by the ACL. The running backs are the most, but defensive linemen do take a hit in terms of their performance on average. But Chase Young is far beyond average as, as an athlete himself. In terms of comparisons, we don't have a, a lot of great defensive linemen comparisons on hand, but uh, it, you could think about like Adrian Peterson for his position at that level of athlete. So Adrian, for Chase Young, I wouldn't expect a, a tremendous drop-off. I think a couple games to get him get back acclimated into the season. Uh, I think you're looking at a very similar Pro Bowl type of player as we had probably by about week four is my guess. And the interesting thing about Chase Young is I've seen some people talk about him as um, kind of not a bust pick, but a below average pick in the draft um, just due to his injury last year. And I think people forget that this guy had a phenomenal rookie season. I mean, he tore up the league and yeah. was a huge part to Washington's success and that playoff run that they made, losing to the Bucks by a few, I think a touchdown in that game. So I think if Chase Young comes back healthy, he has a fantastic season, a fantastic career. I'm expecting huge, huge things from him moving forward. I mean, I'm not a huge Washington football supporter, but I think that he could be a huge part to their success this season if he's healthy by, you know, as you mentioned, late September, early October. Doctor, before we end things off here, I got to ask, what are your uh, what are your Super Bowl predictions heading into next season? Oh, man, you caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> I, I got to say on the NFC side, it's hard to look past the Rams and the mm. Bucks. I, I do think Brady gets it done this year. They're stacked and, and as good as ever. Uh, so I, I'm going to put Brady in the Super Bowl. And then on the AFC side, man, that AFC West, I think they'll all just beat each other up. But I think the Chargers have stacked their their pass rush. And it's hard for me to imagine another year of growth with Justin Herbert not leading to uh, a deep playoff run and hopefully a, a Super Bowl run for them. So that's I'm going Chargers versus uh, the Bucks for this year. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take the Bucks as well in the NFC. You never want to bet against Brady. And then the AFC, man, it's it's honestly a toss up. Ah. I'd really like to put the Bengals back in there, but I just, I don't think oh, yeah. they're going to do it, especially as you mentioned with that strong AFC East. I think that I'm going to take just all four teams. If I can, I, I'd take anybody <laughs> coming out of that division, man. So I, okay. I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, what they bring to the table, but doctor, that's going to wrap things up again. I really want to thank you for your time today. I really appreciate you coming on. For sure. Happy to join you. And uh, we'll do this again sometime. Absolutely. Yeah. Mid-season, we're definitely going to have to run down some fantasy injuries because you know that we're going to have some disappointed owners uh, on the totally. podcast. Um, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate it. And we will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out, guys.